Hey everyone, Colin from Scales here. I wanted to give a shout out to Caribou Lodge, one of our sponsors. They recently released the new Borealis signature of the 2015 1A World Champion Zach Gormley. And to accompany it, they also released a new video of Zach. I highly advise that you watch the video and maybe even buy a Borealis. Hey everyone, it's Colin again, and I wanted to give another shout out to our another sponsor of ours, YoYoExpert.com. YoYoExpert has been doing a ton of great deals this month, if you haven't noticed on their Instagram account. But, as Christmas is soon approaching, we know that they will be doing a great sale once again. So, check it out when the time comes, and maybe buy some products from our other sponsors like Recess or Caribou Lodge. Thank you, and enjoy this episode. Hello everyone, this is Colin Beckford from the Scales Podcast. Today I'm here with Mark Mangaren and we will be going over the top five 1A freestyles of 2017 in each of our opinions. Yeah, and this is just like a favorites of the year kind of list, I guess. The objective top five list would just be the world's top five. So um, these are freestyles that, you know, have stood out to us and that we find interesting and like we want to highlight. Do you want to start with your top five? Sure. So for my number five, I actually had Yuki Nishisako's winning BAC routine. And to many, this routine was kind of, I would say, a surprise. Not many people really knew who Yuki was, especially in the United States. And also, they didn't expect him to win BAC. But on top of that, I thought that I just think he's one of the best yo-yoers right now. And he had a really great routine. I, I, he's really up and coming, and we've talked about him in previous podcasts earlier this year. But just him showing up to BAC out of nowhere, winning it, was a uh, kind of game changing, and it kind of set the tone for him for the rest of the year. I mean, he got fifth at Worlds, and he's been doing pretty well since. My number five is uh, Masahiro Tirada, EJA. I really, really like Masahiro Tirada's yoyoing. I think that he is pretty unique in the tricks he uses the trick set that he uses and he is one of those people who you know doesn't mind risking bringing you know interesting elements and the freestyle he did at EGA and also JN was kind of just a culmination of you know his yoing over the past few years and he's starting to just kind of hone his skills and is starting to become like one of the better yoyers I think in Japan right now. What I noticed about his EJA freestyle is that he did a lot of risky tricks, and with that comes a lot of mistakes. But although he had quite a few mistakes, he was still able to do really well. Second to a two-time world champion is like no small feat, obviously. And he also beat Yamato Murata, actually, who got second at Worlds in 2016. So it's quite impressive. I think he's amazing as well. My number four was another winning routine, Nate Daly's PNWR freestyle. For me, I think this was like... It was pretty early in the year. Um, not too many two-minute contests had happened, so I wasn't really expecting much. I actually went and judged PNWR, and, you know, I I wasn't really thinking about anyone too much, like, I guess anticipation-wise, but Nate's freestyle was stellar, in my opinion. It was extremely clean, great performance, amazing tricks. I, I just really love his yoing because it's just, like, very... I guess one way to put it is sharp. Like, he's good at emphasizing his elements and whatnot. So I thought it was an awesome freestyle and definitely deserved a spot on my top five favorites. Yeah, list. yeah, I thought that it, it was by far the cleanest freestyle of the year. People describe his yoing as sharp and crisp, and I really love this freestyle. My number four is Shion Araya's EJA freestyle, and this is kind of an interesting choice, but um, I really liked his EJA freestyle even more so than his JN and World's winning freestyle. And one of the reasons for that is it was 
kind of the beginning of the year after he won the first time and after he won worlds in 2016 some people were like oh Xion is kind of a fluke and you know maybe he's gonna plateau but he in this freestyle it kind of shows that you know he's kind of here to stay and the structure of this freestyle is really solid and very clean i really like this freestyle a lot yeah it was almost like he crammed four minutes of tricks into three or something it was just insane i also like that freestyle more than the one you did at jn ap and worlds my number three was actually Bergie's Worlds Freestyle. Um, as you may know, Bergie placed second this year. I think, at least I can say, I'm sure Mark probably feels the same. This was a surprise to us, um, seeing how well he did at the event. <laughs> I mean, Bergie's obviously been around for years. He's been one of the best for years. But this was the second time he was in Worlds Finals. First time was last year. And last year he placed 18th, I think. And so from going 18th to second is pretty insane. Bergie's had some other good freestyles this year, but I think this one in terms of you know the hype um, that he brought with the freestyle and just everyone's reacted to it really earned a spot on my list yeah so. i i mean he's always struggled with three minutes for a while uh at nationals and worlds last year he's gotten like close to last um and he kind of really brought it in this year and did really well i didn't have him on my type five because i've i don't know i might just be desensitized because we yo-yo with him so often it just really is like a just all of his work that he put in this year just put together into one freestyle and it just shows you know how much work he puts in uh, my third best freestyle of the year is uh daily again but the world Day contest and nationals three minute freestyle that he did and this freestyle is obviously different than his pnwr it's interesting because he didn't he did pretty well he didn't do amazing and he had some negatives in both freestyles but it kind of sets the tone for american yoing going into the future i think he represents and he's well ahead of the curve in terms of trick set and for the next year we'll see a lot more freestyles that have this kind of pacing and tempo and i really like the structure of this freestyle i like the kind of ideas it brings to the table in terms of playing with the system i think that a lot of people are watching him very closely and we'll see a lot of freestyles inspired by this in the future yeah, I think what made this freestyle very impacting was that a lot of people obviously, um, of course, focus a lot on music use, right? But with that comes a lot of dead time, as we may know, so people suffer technically. But with this freestyle, Nate had an amazingly cute routine, but also just did a full three minutes of tricks as well, and did not sacrifice dead time. And although both freestyles were not as clean as they could have been, I think that if clean, he would have most likely won u.s nationals and i could have seen him in top five in Iceland. yeah i think that both these freestyles i mean you can just see the potential in them when you watch it. and even if you didn't yeah. do it clean you know it's just something to watch my number two was arata imai central japan freestyle and i think in terms of tricks in general i think this would be my number one by far but obviously he didn't have like an amazing performance i mean his tricks pretty much carried him and i think a lot of things make his routine impressive to me, one of which is that 1A is not his main style here, and I think that's still insane to me to think about. But on top of this, this was Arata's first time competing in, like, the Japan League 1A circuit. I didn't so, know that. That's interesting. Like, going... Yeah. Um, his 1A freestyles prior to this were usually pretty sloppy, not too well done. A lot of, you know, incomplete tricks, I would say. But this freestyle, 
he pretty much, he, similar to Nate, he almost went near perfect. He had a few fumbles at the end, but he managed to hit all of these insanely technical tricks clean, and it was just amazing to watch, extremely surprising, and definitely deserve a spot on my list. Yeah, my number two for the year is also Arato Imai Central Japan Freestyle. Um, it's kind of funny coincidence. And the... Um, the thing I like the most about this race, and I agree with Colin on all those aspects, but what I like the most about this is that it showcases tricks as a performance that you can just watch, you know, these very well-constructed tricks and still find enjoyment. And it also shows that, just in retrospect, this freestyle, he lost to Yusuke Otsuka, but had a 16 tech, um, even with a restart. And it just goes to show that you know, these kinds of creative tricks that you can do can still score very well in contests. And that's very, you know, uplifting that you can, that there's still some creativity in the freestyle system. Um, a lot of people say that, you know, tricks in competitive viewing are dead or that, you know, there's a lot of homogeneity. And this freestyle kind of shows that, no, you can still do very cool and very interesting tricks and also do still do very well in contests. Right, yeah, I actually forgot about him having a 60 in tech, which implies that all of the clicker judges at the event clicked him in first. And for that to happen in comparison to, at the time, the current Japan national champion, Yusuke, that's pretty yeah. insane. Now on to my and number one. And hold on one, one second. Just looking at this list, we both have the same number one as well. <laughs> yeah. And I think <laughs> this number one is a highly deserved spot, perhaps... Not only the best freestyle of the year, in my opinion, but the best freestyle in quite a while. And that will go to Ethan Chung's Worlds Routine. There's a lot to say about this, one of which being that Worlds was the first time Ethan competed this year. He's been very low-key all year. I wasn't really sure what to expect from Ethan. Obviously, I know he's an amazingly skilled Yo-Yo player, one of my favorites, of course. But this freestyle is just amazing to me, just... Also, as well as the whole story of Ethan at Worlds, you know, he came in as kind of an underdog. Nobody really thought of him. I believe he placed 10th at U.S. Nationals, so he barely earned a prelim seed. But he managed to make his way to finals, and he did an amazing routine using amazing music, which really focused on what he is like as a person, because for those who don't know, Ethan also plays jazz outside of yo-yoing, which is like like just as important in his life as yo-yoing, probably. So... It was just perfect, an amazingly cute routine, one of the best performances I've ever seen. So yeah, Ethan is definitely my favorite. Yeah, I had to put Ethan as number one as well. There's a lot of takeaways from this freestyle. First of all, uh, Ethan hasn't done that well contest-wise in the past, and that's because his tricks density is kind of low, to be honest. And I don't think judges tend to underscore him and um that's been one of his biggest problems but in this freestyle he kind of not only is able to overcome that difficulty but also managed to get the highest performance score at worlds and in a manner that is not common you know everyone's kind of in terms of performance meta and yo-yoing people are kind of just following each other and taking these trends in performance and putting it together and ethan kind of just broke the barrier and you know showed that you can just have a performance like a interesting enjoyable performance it was enjoyable to look at even if you weren't a yo-yoer yeah there's so many interesting things about this freestyle the music choice was amazing he was able to 
cue in different types of genres of music even though they're related the first one is a piano song that's a classical piano song and then it went into jazz and then big band and was able to kind of seamlessly integrate them without it cutting up too much and also maintain the tempo it was just the most impressive freestyle this year and it came from someone that no one was expecting at all i think it's good to have this as a first place favorite freestyle just because of the fact that it kind of sets like a role model almost like it makes ethan almost like a role model in terms of future freestyles and kind of making freestyles that go past you know just what's conventional so those were our top five favorite 1a freestyles of this yeah. year um Thank you for listening or watching. Um, if you have any other favorites that you've been thinking of, feel free to, of course, mention them in the comments. Yeah, there's a, there was a lot of amazing freestyles this year, so it's kind of hard to choose. Oh!